All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, uh, man, yeah, it's had a uh, amazing 10 or so days here in northern Spain. Uh, me and my friends here are just enjoying existence um, until the festival tomorrow. We're going to Nowhere Land, and, um, which is like the Spain's version of Burning Man. And uh, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> We've been uh, making our hug bucks for the festival. Uh, we have 500 um, cards that we made for a, uh, a monetary system for love. <laughs> Essentially, um, one free hug for every card and adding up to kisses and you know getting creative from there. Yeah, it's raining here, so I don't want to get too carried away with this intro, but we had a great conversation around uh, sexuality, which is something that's been coming up a lot for me in this, this year of traveling, and how to be um, more in tune with my sexuality and be more empowered by it, and how to, to use it to enhance you know, the human experience. These two are some of the, the, be the best people I've ever met, and they are inspiring in every single way, and it's been a real joy to spend time with them here in Spain and in Vietnam and in Thailand, and hopefully more adventures to come, and uh, I hope that everyone enjoys uh, our conversation here, and I uh, truly appreciate you listening. Uh, Meditate or Die is on Amazon, of course, and Ghost Army and Yum Yum Coloring Book. Uh, it's all available uh, if you need to dive into 500 pages of my ramblings about meditation and existence um it's available <laughs> on amazon okay uh thank you so much and uh, i love you and you're amazing and powerful and beautiful and uh can't wait to uh share this with you all thank you Bye bye we are alive life 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 is life Good morning! Na, 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 na. This is uh, <laughs> Odin, or Kurt, playing the character of Odin, with my, my friends Chris and Elisa. Here. Well, call me Lester, please. <laughs> Lester and oh, Cassandra. Cassandra. I, I, my name is Mo. Mo. Mo Lester. <laughs> Cassandra. Casey. 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 Only Casey. from Dorothy. Yeah, this is Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a dog also here. Uh, randomly. Periods. Should I leave, guys? <laughs> Get out of here. Am I right in this place? Get out of here. Get out of here. So we're in uh, northern Spain, um, two and a half hours above Barcelona. We've been um, <laughs> preparing ourselves for this festival tomorrow for the past week, and um, last been good. How do you guys feel? I mean, like, what do you mean by preparing? Like, drinking wine and, and chilling the fuck And out. chilling. Chill, I mean, yeah, meditating about it. Doing nothing. Yoga and reading yeah. and... What do you guys think? Maybe it's, maybe maybe the best preparation is doing nothing, just being. The art of doing nothing, definitely. <laughs> We've been crushing it at doing nothing. <laughs> We're the best. Uh, We're the best is just doing, doing no nothing. Doing nothing by yourself is easy, but doing nothing together is the challenge. You know, like doing nothing with three so people. So how would you like? Uh, what, what's the resume of us doing nothing the last ten days almost now? Did we grow? Did we grow and evolve <laughs> in any point? No, I, ideally we devolved. You know, it's, 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 it's like that, that Zima Blue episode. Benjamin Button. You know, I'm, I'm trying to like I evolved 
enough. I'm like, oh, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm devolving now. <laughs> I'm devolving back into a pool cleaner. <laughs> I'm going to wear like, uh, Speedos and just clean pools from now on. <laughs> that's, that's Perfect. That's and create art of that. Yeah, and yeah, charge yeah. like 2,000 bucks just people to watch you do that. <laughs> yeah. Art performance. I think you, uh, you succeeded in life if you can wear uh, a Speedo at work. <laughs> I think then you made it. Yeah. Well, I think that I just like generally just like mostly not wearing clothes this entire I've been wearing underwear <laughs> this entire, like, entire mm. week essentially and uh, that's been like, successful <laughs> to me for sure it's better than wearing a gold medal every day just wearing a speedo or nothing or nothing <laughs> so you guys are some of my favorite humans uh, that I've uh, met in this existence. Wait, and wait, wait. Reptilians, please. Oh, repti oh, reptilians. Um, we met in Chiang Mai at our Tantra course. And yeah. it was a uh, powerful and amazing course that inspired us, I, I would say. I have speaking for, for the group. <laughs> we, 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 we were inspired. We formed into so one unit. Yeah. <laughs> we're really living the detachment our from our ego and personality. It's just we. Yeah, we are, we are one hive mind now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, but the course was great, yeah. Three very powerful weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So talk to me, like, I, I'm really diving into sexuality at the moment, and I'm really, like, trying to learn more about it at, since, since the Tantra course. And I Wait, a <laughs> short pause. Alisa is uh, giving me the microphone. <laughs> She's looking scared, really scared. She's running around, <laughs> fire on her head. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let the man speak. <laughs> I mean, a uh, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, Kurt, what was the question? <laughs> what was Sexuality. Question? Sexuality. Sexuality. Um, I'm really interested in like you guys are exploring sexuality from like really unique points of view and trying to empower others, you know, through sexuality. And I want to like hear a bit more of like what your philosophy is around sexuality and like what you see is the need in society to like improve on how we think about sexuality and how we practice sexuality. Hmm. Uh, wow. Good question, Kurt. <laughs> you and your you and your good questions. Take your time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for me, I was always very fascinated about um, the '60s and the movement in the U.S. Just about free love, free sexuality. And yeah, I loved I loved just uh, like going there in this mindset and totally. observing what's like how free. Uh, human beings can be and also the power that comes with it the independence that comes with it and totally. just yeah liberation personal freedom and just a societal freedom that you can live and it was always for me somehow a, a dream world you know a, mm. a better world that we can imagine and we know that it's possible wow. so so that was somehow an early inspiration where I'm like oh people were like naked nude no problem people were sharing love with mm. each other in no drama in, in, in any form or in any structure in any yeah, relation, and uh, so there was an early inspiration that uh, definitely started um, or sparked some of my quests on figuring out because I, I felt the 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 how to say the, the huge difference or disparity or mm. divergence between what I've seen there and where how I, how I was growing growing up and we just yeah. we just shared before a little bit about our parents and how our parents um, were not communicating with us about sexuality or about even that they themselves are sexual beings mm. with us 
so I've so knowing that there is another world or there, there there is another approach to sexuality possible that there is freedom in the sexuality but having been raised with rather a limiting uh box of sexuality where I could never really reach out um it's like it's like receiving like like the small box of crayons you know when like mm. a whole spectrum of you know colors are available you yeah know? exactly like, yeah. you have six colors rather than like 60 you know mm. like yeah, and it can be more, much more colorful than we than we were taught to be, and and I think that's a, that's the biggest problem that we're never we're never really taught or introduced or initiated into mm. our own sexual being and 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 power and and this exploration then had for me had had to start for me just on on my own um, having difficulties at the beginning with just uh, exploring sexuality, still being in a mindset of. Um, not being sure if that's appropriate and mm. how to behave, and of course you learn it from all kinds of film and material that you that you gain. Oh, yeah. Propaganda. <laughs> Propaganda. <laughs> how you how you act or how how it's supposed to be done, right? Yeah, totally. And um, so for me now the journey is really like letting go of all of those programmings, exploring myself and really being open in, in that. And I I would love to see see that more and more. It's there is like no one form of how sexuality can be lived, but it's just it's, it's a fascinating way of exploration, and it's it's a it's a deep exploration into ourselves, into the depths of ourselves and our our um, our own limitations, but our own our, our own potential. So there is like for me, I see so much um, how to say shells breaking apart or or, mm. or obstacles that I need to go through when like I fails. explore. Yeah. yeah sexuality and mm-hmm. I see okay this is something that triggers me or this is something that disturbs me or this is something where I'm like wait a moment stop or you know like s- some resistance is there and sure. sexuality is a, in, it's an incredible tool to go through those through those obstacles or through those resistance or just seeing those that that the resistance is actually there I just want to add like what you said like I heard this wonderful quote which I resonate a lot with that if we're talking about personal development or spiritual mm-hmm. development we're not talking about sexuality then we're missing a huge part of the, the deal because we are sexual beings it's not something which is separated but it's who we are in its deepest core and what you said so beautifully like I think like all these moments which are triggering you they're just giving you an invitation to look closer mm. what is which part of you have you not accepted yet it doesn't mean that you have to act in a certain way or you need to do something or uh, follow uh, any any lifestyle in terms of sexuality but it just as, as I said like opens the door to look closer into who you really are not what you believe you are or what society uh, formed you to be or to think about sexuality but just that's super super powerful mm. and just to add from my side it's just interesting that to hear also for the first time basically like being asked this question like how did you get into it because for me that was always like until I think we met was a very mechanical process and just I never really thought about it and especially for me sex was also partially numbing myself because like you felt very intense moments and you have this uh, uh, profound connection with somebody vulnerability also right absolutely and uh, yeah it felt like more easy like it, it was easier to connect this sort of a sexual connection rather than talking or being just human or just connecting over jokes or just being uh, uh, creating any other form of, of channel where you can connect and um, also I remember this one moment when like um, uh, when you were telling me like when we're engaging like in sex and you said like the first time you saw how um, 
somehow aggressive or like very dominant I'm with myself with my body like that's kind of shocked you right and that was the first moment I remember like where first of all I felt a lot of shame like hearing this like especially from mm. a partner who is sorry for that no that's not nothing to be sorry about it's just an interesting reflection to see okay wow this is like a, a mirror which I have never considered mm. and and it's true because this is basically how I treated my body the entire time like right if it came to food if it came to something else but also in in, in mm. sexuality so for me uh, also sexuality is a lot about like feeling so yeah so home in your body and just for me it's really like bringing more presence to it like whatever I do with myself or with you or in any other situations and that's what I have never been taught about I was just taught mm. to do it mechanically and just it's an activity that you do um, I don't know if you want to talk about that now but it resonates a lot with what I think many men um, feel when masturbating mm -hmm. sp specifically on <coughs> on porn and visuals and it was also something that I am exploring at the moment to like engage in self-pleasure which is a term for masturbation more or less um, to go away from like an external stimuli where you're projecting something within you outside mm. so your your desire is outside of yourself right you watch uh, I don't know a porn star performing something mm. and this is something somewhat triggering your arousal or your desire and mm. and and your satisfaction rather to doing the opposite breaking uh bringing that in within yourself mm. and and cultivating the love and the and the desire and the ecstasy within yourself and that's a super difficult uh, thing to get started especially if you're programmed uh, to, look to look outside and to be stimulated by any external stimuli and bringing that back within is a is a is a is a whole experience or a much more whole experience um yeah then just projecting something outside and looking for an outside stimuli and then going into that ecstasy but then as you reach the top and you reach the peak you fall somehow it feels like falling back into a in the, into a void where mm. it's like yeah compared to that if you if you really uh, stay with yourself and you cultivate it's like it's it's such a whole experience you're held by yourself in the end totally you know and that's uh power to yourself exactly yeah. so and, and let's, let's talk about the male ejaculation for a minute you know and like i've been exploring different like theories you know like the taoist theory of like you know basing off your age <coughs> you're able to ejaculate externally mm -hmm. like you know it's like once a week for you know uh, people people our age and it's like you know twice a month for people that are in their 50s or whatever mm -hmm. it is and like some you know extreme tantrics believe that you should never ejaculate you know ever you know and like and I've, I've explored both in this past year of, you know, trying to like non do non ejaculation and just do self pleasure and bringing myself to a point to where I'm feeling, you know, myself so genuinely that I have these like internal, you know, um, you know, femaleish orgasms, you know, that are not, you know, so extreme and not not so um, external where you're actually ejaculating and allowing that to resonate and circulate through my body and i've also explored you know doing that and also ejaculating you know after like you know some time like 30 or 45 minutes of exploring mm -hmm. and you know and, and celebrating the ejaculation mm -hmm. you know rather than you know demonizing it you know and that's something that i struggled with you know when i was you know exploring um you know tantric activities with anisia 
It's like when I came, when I wasn't, when I, when I didn't want to, I'd be like, angry about it. I'm like, shit, you know, I was like, you know, I, I didn't want to come mm. yet, you know, and like, like not forming this like, um, evil, um, uh, parable about the ejaculation, but forming a really healthy mm. relationship yeah. with mm. ejaculation and like trying to find this balance to where that uh, you're, you're receiving what you need to receive from it. And, but not, not giving, but you're consciously, um, ejaculating and consciously um, sharing that, you know, with, you know, a partner or mm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. So what's your philosophy on like, you know, male ejaculation? Mm. Um, yeah. So a quick, quick to the, to the journey that I had. Um, so first sexual experience, 15 years old, coming very, very early. I think many men can resonate, uh, just being over, uh, overexcited about the whole process and finally you're there and you practically are done with it after a couple of minutes. Um, so I had the same, uh, feeling that it's more like a, a guilt thing or like mm. a, something that's, that you, you don't want to at least you get frustrated also sometimes if it's too early or you don't want to be there yet or done yet because you just want to engage right. for a longer period of time with your with your beloved um so i went into like an extreme for for a period where i would like just uh, not ejaculate just because how long you know? how long of a, of a period of time yeah, mm-hmm. For months, like I don't know exactly. It's yeah. like it was like 16 years old, 17 years old, and something. But it was, it was, it was more or less of a of a, of a, a necessity because I knew or I felt that if I would allow it, I would not have the uh, the sexual pleasure with my woman or mm-hmm. the, just the time also sure. with her. Um, you wouldn't be as present. You'd be yeah, like, exactly yeah. worried about about coming right. uh, all the time. So, and I think, you know, like you go into one extreme, you go into the other extreme and then you somehow balance it out. Mm-hmm. And then I think that I, I balance it out now also uh, for, because what you mentioned, the tantric or the, the, the Taoist mm-hmm. philosophy, how many times you should ejaculate or did you should not ejaculate for months, mm-hmm. uh, maybe once a year or something. Mm-hmm. And also went there into like extremes where I was like trying to push myself of okay no, no not not ejaculating for long periods of time and so on and I get all the the benefits and I think every man also feels that uh, yeah there is a loss of vitality there is a lot of loss of energy if you unconsciously ejaculate mm. um, every day you feel drained you feel tired um, you feel out of power somehow and the more uh, you retain this energy and retain the edu- or, or keep the ejaculation the more energy you have and most of the time that's that's seen or that manifests in a in a feeling of as the word agitation agitation yeah Yeah, something like that like Mm -hmm. being somehow yeah on the edge of your of your of your seat or something like Mm -hmm. yeah it can also form aggression and Mm -hmm. so so having this energy is on the one hand a good thing if you are able to like work with that energy right Mm. put it into a creative process how you were doing it Mm. um or just productivity concentration focus or whatever you want to be or also a spiritual practice so Mm. there is also the relation between okay hold your energy in put it into your spiritual practice which is a beautiful thing but on the other hand i'm also what you said also very very nicely that um it's also a great thing to Mm. ejaculate and like if you would have asked me half a year or a year back i would i would not say that right but now i'm like it's a beautiful thing and it just adds a variety like it's a variety of coming 
right. it's a variety of orgasming and experiencing right. pleasure just like what you said also the the more feminine orgasm that you have mm -hmm. you retain and it's 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 such a different quality mm -hmm. um and why not experiencing everything totally. if it's if it's available to you so right. it, i don't want to like now it's a I'm, i'm at a point where i don't want to ejaculate all the time because i i see so much diversity uh in in and so much color in all the other kinds of orgasms that you totally. can experience and every everyone is different and also so if you retain like the ejaculation orgasm is if you practice it quite uh, mechanically it's it's usually quite um similar right. to each other right predictable. predictable so you come and like, okay this is the process mm -hmm. and i know what it's what's happening if you um ejaculate or work with those energies and just have or experience a conscious orgasm without ejaculation it can turn out any any way sure. right like you can you can end up crying or <laughs> uh, laughing yeah, or yeah, yeah, being totally. in pure ecstasy for yeah. or be sh like sh your body shakes you just experiencing it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so there are so many dimensions to it welcome to our world <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so that's 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 a thing where i'm like um i'm it just adds to the diversity and at some point uh if you feel like and you're conscious about it and you really like feel like okay i want to ejaculate totally. and for me it's also somehow a, a, um how do you call it it really depends on how my day looks looks like how my mm. week look, looks looks like and i mean with alisa we talk a lot about feminine uh, female cycles K casey casey <laughs> 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 um f uh, female cycles mm -hmm. right so how you can like at some days in your menstrual cycle you're more creative mm -hmm. uh you're more sometimes you're ti tired sometimes you're more active and the totally. same goes for men with the ejaculation if you ejaculate and i'm like i don't know it's a weekend and i just want to relax mm -hmm. and i'm sure. like pure bliss and maybe read a book or something it's be indulgent it be indulgent yeah. mm -hmm. then okay let's let's bring it on and sure. and, and ejaculate uh I guess it, it all comes down to intention you know mm. for me it's like when you do like anything of like that kind of like higher spiritual quality like mm. when you do any kind of substance or you have any kind of experience if your intention is pure mm. going into it like you'll have you know a pure experience mm. you know? and the interconnectedness with Or the integration of sexuality in our life, right? Because it's not—it's not like how you frame it afterwards. Yeah, you have—you yeah. don't have—you don't have sex, and now sex is done, and now you go into your other life, right? right. But you have a sexual experience, and uh, you proceed in a certain way, right? Or you live it in a certain way, or yes, experience it's, it's in a, a certain way. The yoga of love. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it—it—it's—it's—it's uh, connected and it influences your daily life. Mm. So that's why, if I'm conscious about what's the effect of whatever orgasm or what's what's happening with my body with my mind with my emotional body totally. um, with my spirit um then i can navigate much better within my sexuality because it is integrated in our daily life totally. and not separate, separate from yeah. it from exactly it. Yeah. there's one thing that pops up to my mind like one experience that i had way uh way earlier like so um so I, I remember this one specific case where it's like as you s said before like very edgy like sometimes you feel the urge like you want to come or something mm. or you want to release the energy somehow right so i was masturbating uh, going for the uh, quick like uh, clitoral orgasm then 
nothing happened like one more time one more time so i think i've or, orgasm like three four or five times in a row mm. and i still felt this urge somehow like you know like usually you have this release and it doesn't mm. really happen and years later especially when we came more into conscious sexuality and tantric uh, um, philosophies like what i from my point of view understanding i would love to hear what you think about that is also the body's capability to maintain and withhold this energy so sometimes your body is just not capable if you think our body is the vessel sure. which is uh, capable of uh, maintaining uh, right redirecting energy like if the vessel is not prepared enough to withhold this uh, high form of sexual energy mm. like which is one of the most powerful things that you have I mean you create light with that so it doesn't know how to deal with that so that's why it's trying to release and if you don't like upgrade somehow your body because back then I was eating shitty back then I didn't really have this body consciousness but that's somehow how it feels somehow like this totally. energy like uh, you don't know what to do with that energy totally. and it's an uncomfortable feeling and you just want to get rid out of it and with that you get rid of your personal power if you want to see totally. so if you don't know how to redirect it into work purpose creation etc so totally. did you ever had this something experience like this or yeah yeah when i went through that um the kundalini awakening experience after doing the the five meo toad medicine in february of last year i was having like i wasn't i didn't prepare for it anyway it just started happening i said i was having full body orgasms like regularly you know i'd be driving around in my car and i hear like the, like the perfect song i'm like oh the song was made just for me in this like, exact time, and I, th I had to pull over because I'd, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, and, mm -hmm. and like I was like so in love with life, mm -hmm. and I had no idea how to like to like handle it, you know, and like I, I didn't have any vessel to like to uh, encapsulate it, and I just I was like experiencing it unconsciously, and I met a tantric um, energy coach, and she was guiding me how to work with it a bit. And I got a really a real feeling of like why I needed to explore tantra, you know, and like I, I knew in the back of my subconscious I was like, okay, like in the future when it comes up naturally, I'm gonna like explore tantra as far as I possibly can. And then I was in, when I was in Bali looking for a tantra course, the one in Chiang Mai popped up, and then like in that tantra course, it like just validated everything that I've been feeling and like everything that I have been like, you know, the the way I I was been living my life is like, you know, pretty inherently tantric, you know, and like. But now I'm able to do it more with more intention, more consciousness, and you know, take it to a level that allows me to encapsulate that energy and use it and work with it, rather than allowing it to you know control me unconsciously and like feel uncomfortable by it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Are you still maintaining that um, <coughs> that moments of of ecstasy? What do you share now? The when you're driving in the car and you just like are oh orgasmically um how to say triggered by life or yeah you know what i mean like do you like do you still get triggered by that or how do you like my question is always the maintenance of that yeah experience or that uh, that state of being totally right? i mean I, I maintained it for about two months when i was doing it and when i when it first happened and it wasn't because I consciously was trying to maintain it. It just like lasted for two months, and I knew that I had to get back there without having to smoke toad venom <laughs> again. Mm -hmm. And I knew mm -hmm. I had to like you know maintain um, that uh, a really disciplined and a, and a really intentional life to get back there to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And this year of travel, I, I've just you know in the past few weeks, I'm like back there again. You know, and, like now I can like. When I'm having a meditation or I'm like super in love with life, I can get into those states where if I feel totally comfortable, which, which, which we'll see <laughs> when we go to this Nowhere Festival, you know, I'm going to be like in, in ecstatic states, you know, where I'm just going to be able to just like 
lay back and just fully experience like the the connection of reality and it took me a lot of work to get back to this place that i that toad venom naturally brought me to mm. but i feel that you know that experience just like showed me what is possible mm. and motivated me enough to like do what i knew i needed to do to get back there in a, in a natural way mm -hmm. through meditation and through yoga and through exploration explore <laughs> exploration of the sexuality you know mm -hmm. an exploration of you know like what it means to be a human mm -hmm. yeah i feel that not only for myself but i observe it also in just in our society that this desire to feel life is so huge because we get numbed by so many things right we get distracted by all kinds of media and influences totally. so the need is growing more and more for this feeling of aliveness totally. to feeling every wave of life just coming through you like a, an electric current mm. and just taking you and, and 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 you feel like the expansion of your emotional body and um i think when we're when we're talking about sexuality i find this this is one of the easiest ways to to get there and to open for me, it's, it comes down to opening the heart, totally. whatever that means for everyone. Well, I, think, I think it's getting out of the mind into the mm. body, which is like the heart, mm. you know, and like allowing your body to fully experience things rather than always comparing things. With Analyzing it, rationalizing yeah. mm, it, totally. mm, or putting it through the, our filters, yeah. right? Like our yeah, neocortex yeah. or totally. filter. And um, so that's what I experienced during sex uh, or engaging in sexual practices, either self-pleasure or engaging with... With, with Casey, <laughs> oh, that's sexy. So, <laughs> so what's what's that? What's, up the, the relationship. Ah, what's happening? <laughs> what is happening? So what's, what's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening there for me is is there's like there's this love connection um, in in that sexuality, and I I didn't experience it to that extent before. So really, an, an heart opening and a really a practice of yeah getting getting to your body and and feeling and and creating this space of love and in this space of love then suddenly life is really taking over your senses and that's a beautiful thing i love it um, what you what you just um said like that's wanting to feel this uh, overflow of life and everyday uh, state of consciousness i think that's why we humans search for um, extreme situations or this is at least also my experience like you know where you are in the age where you have this intensity where you can uh, break through the minds and really drop uh, dissolve the ego and just emerge in a flow state or whatever experience and for me uh, also like what you said the more i started working consciously with my sexuality not even like in regards of somebody else but really with my body and my mm. sexuality and also meditation and yoga and all the other stuff uh, also the female cycle especially for women i think that's one huge hack um, the more I felt also, or the more I feel that I can return to this um, orgasmic life overflowing uh, experiences when I'm working with my dog or mm. like looking at a flower mm. or uh, uh, doing like small, simple stuff, like, you know, washing the dishes. Mm. And that's such a gift, like to know that it is available to you anytime. Mm. You just need to cultivate this openness, this vulnerability to allow it to, fly, uh, to flow and to that life flows through you. Right. But it's not something which is external or just available to some people or to some people cannot feel it. Anyone is capable of, 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 of feeling that. And that's also like for me what conscious sexuality is like um, 
having this the states not only in the bedroom so to speak mm. but in everyday con con context like having this orgasmic blissful ecstatic it can be also a sad experience it doesn't have to be like you know you can emerge with this li life feeling also in grief or in any stressful situation totally. like uh, just in, in Vienna in Germany for, for a very short period of time which was a very stressful period uh, of appointments after an appointment but the same level of awareness and really connected to life was there so it doesn't really matter what you experience the quality of experiencing fully is can be cultivated yeah chris can you talk about like, your your yoga practice i noticed when we're practicing on this on the balcony that you're having you know a fantastic time <laughs> 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 practicing yoga and like and like, mm -hmm. and like how how long have you been like, in you know, experiencing such bliss in yoga and like, you know, and what was your, has, what has your journey been to get there? With bliss, you mean my groaning and moaning and... I can just tell that you <laughs> had the, the best time. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, really, really fully present in it, for sure. Mm. Um, that's a good question. So the question is, when when did it start? What was your path to get into such a, a state of yoga to where you're mm -hmm. so present in it that it's blissful? Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, short history. <laughs> um, a couple of years back, we um, we did a yoga teacher training, mm. which I always consider as one of the, uh, the, the most uh, beneficial, valuable experience of my life. Agreed, yeah. Just because, not because it's like I'm certified yoga teacher now and whatever, um, but just to have some uh, blueprint or a manual to the body and the mind totally. and the spirit and the emotions. Bringing them all together. Yeah, <laughs> bring it all together on on your mat. And, mm. and what you said before, Lisa, that realizing it's not outside, everything is within or within the reach of your mat, right? Totally. You just like... Sometimes I really feel like I only need my mat. Like wherever I go, I need the mat. <laughs> totally. And even though the mat is not here, you can you can just work with your body, and mm. it brings you back into yourself, centers you. And so we did this training in in uh, south of Thailand on Kopanyan. And uh, so it was 30 days classical, 200 hours yoga teacher training, and um, it was I don't know 50 women and like four guys or something. Mm. And I was overwhelmed by the feminine energy oh, there. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, same, I was yeah. not working out there. Uh, couldn't go for like boxing or whatever. More of a, not to offend anyone, but masculine <laughs> uh, workout or mm. working with the body. Um, so I, I after those 30 days, I was somehow a bit repelled. Again, the pendulum swung, swung, swang into the other direction. So it was 30 days on this high of yoga every day, uh, disciplined yoga and in this more feminine uh, sphere. And then on the... Yeah. yeah, you were telling back then that you're really much looking forward to play soccer with the dudes like when we were back. Together. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just an unconscious uh, soccer game. You know, craving dude energy. <laughs> yeah, craving, yeah, craving I, dude I, energy. I was, I was the same. I went, I went to the yoga training. There's like, there's like 20 something, 23 girls and like mm. two, two guys. Mm. And I, as, soon as, as soon as I got back, I was like, bros, let's get together. Let's hang out. Mm. I, need, I need to talk shit. Mm. I need to like punch you in the fucking dick. You know, <laughs> I, 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 need, I need to like... Exactly. It's important. Like, yeah. you know, this is so important to have all of that, right? Yeah. So totally. that's the main message of this podcast punching guys Punch in, the, in, in, in the dick, dick. that's <laughs> that's so important hum humble them <laughs> <laughs> humble them 
Listen. You think you're real cool to get punched in the dick, and then you realize. Then you can prove you're cool. Then you realize you're still a human being. All of your spirituality, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah. you still have some balls, and it hurts if I they get we should, kicked. We should all get punched in the dick like once a year, you know, just like just. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, metaphorical? On your or? on your birth on your birthday, because <laughs> you know birthday. like. Yeah. You're welcome, man. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the pendulum swung in the other direction. I, I um, was not in the practice for quite a while. Mm. So a bit opposite to you that you mm. maintained the practice. I broke the practice sure. for months to come. Uh, started to go to the gym regularly because mm. before that it was more like an on-off, on-off relationship mm. with the gym. So I would go regular to the gym, uh, build, uh, yeah, my my apparatus and. Um, then slowly coming back to yoga, mm. just out of a, how to say, um, yeah, loving relationship or like curiosity, and again right. like a, okay, I'm, I'm approaching you in a slow and and um, court, court, gentle manner, courting it almost like courting yoga, like a like a dating yoga, mm-hmm. and like re- yeah, learning slowly, it, yeah. Learning first it, yeah. date we have, we go on the mats, then we have like. Three four days break and then yeah, we yeah. go then yeah, we go again. It's like ah I love yeah, yeah. that and it's like ah oh, okay, I want to see more of you and right. uh, I want to like spend more time with you and, and falling back in love with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, falling back in love. That's yeah. that's really what what happened. Falling back in love with with the mat and and with with the body and working mm-hmm. with the body and just feeling so um, at peace afterwards. You know, totally. like just creating the space. So for me, like the yoga is really creating a space within myself. Um, physically mm. but also mentally just giving myself a space and so it came back to that and then a couple of other influences brought me there where I'm like also not restricting myself of um, being vocal during the practice mm. so Alisa could tell tales about that where I'm like <laughs> I want to hear some tales screaming and no just like like really letting it out you yeah, know? like yeah, if, yeah. If, if something is is painful I'm not like holding it back and it's like but I'm like ah, you know, it's yeah. like just ah, whatever yeah. comes and whatever wave there is, and yeah. I, I let it out, and that's uh, for me then. It feels just better, and and <laughs> it's, it's blissful. It's blissful, and yeah. it's just like not not resisting whatever comes up, and then you're again, you have a, I don't know, you 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 stretch your psoas muscle to the extreme, not to extreme, but gentle slowly <laughs> but after a while it's like it really like releases some emotions and like i just go with it and that brings me yeah to where i'm now just yeah. uh going in there and letting letting everything happen whatever whatever needs to happen or whatever wants to happen just giving it space mm-hmm. you're pointing the microphone at me but i have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, you were like alisa was like jumping on a chair now for five minutes like i I've been waiting to get into this, the topic that you're you're exploring now, uh, which is menstrual cycles, you know, and how to like hack that for women and how to like allow men to appreciate and be more conscious of the menstrual cycle for women and how to be more supportive and empowering of that in, in women. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one comment beforehand. Sure. Just, uh, came to my mind like what you said like being vocal during during yoga and allowing the 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 voice to come through the same for sex i think that's one of the biggest uh, uh hacks that we have especially maybe for men mm. like who are also conditioned not to be that vocal as women Probably. are or being trained to have like three kinds of voices right the ah uh, mm, eh. 
exactly yeah <laughs> I, I did this one <laughs> yeah, that's yours yeah, yeah but that's, that's super <laughs> yeah we know that <laughs> we're listening no but that that's so important like using mm. the voice and experience and that's really if you allow it to to work through it's just powerful um to your question um i always like start with that if we speak about female empowerment if we speak about women empowerment we need to speak about the female cycle because similarly to the sexuality it's not an external part of us it's what we are as women so mm. we are the female cycle it's mm. not something which is happening to us we are in this process and for me personally like i never thought that this is kind of um uh, what I'm going to do or to engage with or like that it's even important because again similar like society it's a huge taboo to like sexuality it's a huge taboo, uh, taboo topic right. nobody talks about it women are n not familiar what's happening throughout the month like we receive this um, hormonal birth control piece like tic tacs mm. and we do not in the, even understand what it means to hormonally um, intervene in, uh, like yeah that your system is regulated by external artificial hormones especially not in short term but in long term totally. And of course, like we have so little funding and it's just not a sexy topic to research about. So we're just like playing something with our bodies without really understanding how it is influencing your creativity, your your sexuality, your libido, uh, your fertility. And uh, basically... So, 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 so what is, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what is like a, a path to for women to like their arm birth control to like slowly, you know, wean themselves off and like find a path that allows them to consciously do that so it's not as a dramatically affecting like their whole beings i know yeah. that like, a lot of women that i know are like getting off of birth control and it's, it's a huge dramatic shift and like how do you do that consciously yeah so i think there is one book which i came across um just a couple of weeks ago a woman wrote on how to get off the pill i don't remember the title but she's approaching right. it from uh, fr from a nutrition I think perspective on hormone regulating but basically like, so I can give you the, the, the thing to look it up uh, but basically I think um, just going off and like allowing yourself to be within the body right so allowing yourself to feel allowing yourself just to explore what does it actually mean and um, um, I think for, for some women it can um, turn out um, as we discussed with other friends like month that you're just not knowing who you are like mm. experiencing all extreme emotional reactions etc and uh, for other women that can have also physical consequences so your body is changing because hormones are regulating also your physical appearance it doesn't matter if your boobs are getting smaller your skin is getting different like just being mindfully aware that you are uh, like things are going to change and it can take time and doesn't there is no right or wrong for that and for me it's really like just honoring my body right and being with, with this transition process whatever the body needs without judging myself without trying to hold on to a certain image i need to to become totally. and i evolving yeah yeah evolving just just returning home what does it feel what does it feel for a woman to be natural like going i always say like the the, the female cycle has like four different phases if mm. we put it very cognitively conceptualized and it is as if there are four different women in one right and especially if you're dating a woman, you're dating with four different mm. women. So you're already in a polarimous relationship, basically. Dope. <laughs> yeah, like that, but that's, that's a real thing. And I think sometimes, especially if you're taking the pill, you have these expectations that you need to maintain a certain level of representation who you are. But that's just one spectrum, right? So you are, at, during your relation time, very different, outward focused. 
uh, during your wintertime menstruation, you're a very different woman and all of these different phases have different gifts and it's just, just beautiful and just totally. understanding as a woman that a, it's okay that you're um, like uh, evolving, like you're a process, not a stiff object. And number two, just playing and enjoying it. Like mm. I enjoy so much being like when I'm like in this phase, I know like what it is for, how to direct my energy, totally. go out to create stuff. I know when I'm coming more to the inwards journey, I'm different and I'm feeling more and more okay being that, right? So how, how do you communicate that to the Mo here about how like how you're feeling and how for him to like come at you differently to support you in that? So I think it naturally evolved because I'm blessed that you're so open-minded and just conscious and generally our communication is very transparent and it's just very, uh, like has a lot of respect and there's a lot of curiosity about generally. But uh, like what I, like I'm, I'm just, I feel one thing that women can do in, t- in a relationship, what you can do is just when you receive your period to celebrate it and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, cool, that's happening. And not like, Dope. okay, I'm also as a dude going out of the relationship or I'm leaving this PS psm hacking bitch like alone somehow right right and it's like what you did for example like you know he knows what i like he's giving me some tea like if i want to watch some movies we're preparing time for each other so really supporting the woman and also like every time when i say hey i'm about to receive a period you say congratulations yeah like right that's that's, that's, that's (laughs) yeah so i think that's the minimal step what you can do because go go out for dinner and celebrate exactly like (laughs) and also like i think this is like understand it's not a victim position it's not something like you know oh now you're a poor girl or poor woman menstruating no it's an important part yeah and uh can a man also hold the space for a woman who is going in in such an experience totally yeah on that uh, note i have a message for all the men (laughs) (laughs) out there every every man every man on this planet Uh, i know it's uh, like it's not easy that's what i want to say um Especially when you, like, it was not easy for me also to, like, where, where you became more engaged with your cycle, uh, letting it flow more easily within you and so on. So there is there is something for men specifically difficult to just hold the space for that. Totally. Um, to be there um, stable in a sense also and not, like, being, like, highly reactive on that because it's something unfamiliar or... You don't know what's next, or using it as like a justification of their actions. You know, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they're they're on the menstrual cycle. They're they're they're, they're you know mm-hmm. they're, they're bleeding. So like they they're obviously they're crazy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's, <clears throat> for me it's like almost uh, there was. I don't know if you guys ever had the Mickey Mouse magazines, <laughs> but they they always had like a, are you a surprise. Are you linking this? I'm very curious. So listen carefully. Wait for it. Wait for it, guys. So they always had a surprise package, right? Like, <laughs> and yeah. every every ep- uh, every episode or every um, magazine, you would get uh, a new gift, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, something you could you could play with, mm-hmm. um, some fun items and so on. So I see it like that, like every every day almost there's something new inside, and um, I want like this matter for specifically as this was something exciting for me all the time. You know, it's like, wow, it's like some something new and totally. something exciting uh, where, I, where I don't know what's going to be and then I'm going to experience or explore with that. Totally. So I see... It's, this like, it's like changing the story around it. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know our, our, our story as a society is like, to give women space and now we do butt stuff mm. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's, that's how men, that's how men look at it give them space and they, when they're ready that's for it we, we do butt stuff you know and then like <laughs> then like that our, our actual story should be 
Chris? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> to be looking at it as like cel- celebrating like what what comes up, you mm. know, and like looking at it as something that is exciting and something that to explore together, rather than putting a barrier between mm. each other. And men, as as I had, I had to learn it. Like it was right. not something where I'm like, okay, it's like this is working out. Like there were periods where it was really difficult for me and us in general just to navigate through this. Totally. Right, because it was new for 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 me as a man or as a boy growing up and not knowing what it is and what's happening and you know just especially with women on on pills being more stable right more stable in in a sense from of uh their variety of emotions or or character also Mm because it's changing character so uh, then then just being exposed or or just engaging with uh certain kind of multidimensionality that's what where it comes down to you know it's like everyone is a multidimensional being and also men are not that as stable as now i i depicted them like we also have our cycle and our periods and our um our mood swings and so on so yeah, i feel bipolar <laughs> at, at, at times yeah. but i know it's just like the cycles of like our, our, our lunar cycle that's happening mm-hmm. internally mm-hmm. you know that's becoming more and more yeah. apparent and we need some of more acceptance for that and just openness for that totally. and rather rather than take, rather than taking lithium and like taking medication to mm. like combat that like mm. you know feed into that and like see and like sit with that and see what that is and like learn from it yeah and i agree and i think there is a lot of power if you're and this is what the female cycle can teach also uh, a person uh, if you're capable of like consciously going for life whatever it presents you whatever multi-dimensional aspect it shows to you totally. and just being with that without judging without like uh, selecting it preferentially I like that I don't like that and without trying to control it because that's what we usually do like the mind is trying to control the body that's what also like the innovation of the pill is doing basically right. like it's a way a mechanism to Sup- control suppress, suppress control yeah. the body uh, mind over body so to say instead of just trying to find a balance like how can the mind exist how can the body exist sometimes and can we celebrate the differences instead of trying to get rid of something totally yeah there's also one important thing that i had to learn is to not identify too much with with whatever you or the woman brings up mm-hmm. or comes up right like and and rather going with it and exploring it because that's also the beauty of male and female that we can show each other the places that the other person maybe has not discovered yet so you would show me a place of deepest uh emotion or where i'm like i don't know what it is like Mm. you know like i've probably never felt that but seeing that and um how to say like really going in there and exploring that that place where you are is something where i'm like wow I could probably not go on my own just like that to that place, but I I, I witnessed that and and through that I experience it and I'm part of it. So that's somehow the acceptance, but I'm not identifying with it. That is like now a problem and I'm like overwhelmed, but I'm going with it and exploring it. And the same goes also in uh, just female orgasms. You know, witnessing a female orgasm is one of the greatest things a man can yeah, can see and experience yeah. and and if you really open up to that and you're like going with that like orgasm mm-hmm, and totally. you all almost orgasm with her totally. on an emotional basis or just on a, on a deep connection it's it's amazing and it takes you to places where where i would not be able probably to go on my own 
so nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So like, let's let's talk about like you guys are both you know, deep explorers of life. What are like three things that you've learned in this past year that has helped you helped influence your life in a positive direction that you would share with you know anyone listening? One thing pops directly to my mind because it has since we've been in the Tantra immersion school in Chiang Mai. Um, always a theme which is helping me through so the concept of non-preferential expansion See? or n- mm-hmm. non-preferential uh, growth so basically like that kind of blew my mind the idea that when we grow or when we're trying to evolve uh, or if I look at my life like choosing the experiences where I preferentially want to grow like mm-hmm. going this experience and learning that but accepting that I can grow from any situation having just this concept in mind that really shifted my perspective like um, also seeing like how many times I preferentially choose comfort or even like you you can get very comfortable with with um, going into situations which are challenging but you know you can still handle the challenge so it's, it's kind of exciting but going to situations where I do not feel comfortable like for example we went to the ISTA, ISTA training explain ISTA real quick uh, ISTA is the International School of Temple Arts and it's a shamanic uh, conscious sexuality experience or sacred sexuality experience and it's a one week um, exploration this is not a sponsored mentioning no that's not that's not a sponsored mentioning but just to give insight it's a one week uh, immersion basically where you just can explore for yourself what it means to integrate this more into your life and that experience was very very challenging and it was not in my range of preferences which, which is insane to me because you guys are very open and like very conscious as so like so I, I can imagine how challenging it must have been yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean I can't imagine how challenging it must be for people who like don't have that background that you guys have you yeah, know, like yeah. so uh, and that brings me to my second point uh, like the, the top learning is just understanding because that was a directly outcome of this one week uh, exploration um, how much uh, darkness I have not accepted within myself and also then also with other people as they serve as mirrors. So understanding that there are so many traits, qualities within me or ego-centric desires that I'm neglecting or trying to push away somehow spiritual bypassing. And that was also a bitch slap in my face somehow because, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you think like if you're doing, you know, one meditation retreat and yoga and s- reading books, etc., that you're past that shit. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're evolved. Uh, yeah. You evolve. But then seeing yeah. like, no, Alisa, like you are like this, this egocentric person as well. Totally. And it's still part of you there. And then also finding a way how to not uh, devalue that but integrate it you don't need to act upon it but just to accept it as a as a equally important part of your human experience that's a hard process and i'm still there so that's definitely one of my biggest uh, the second biggest learning uh, in this year not sure. sure what's the third one yeah yeah i go i go into the same uh, line with what you said alisa cassandra casey um britney <laughs> um that uh, yeah, to to go into the full spectrum of of what what it means to live the human um, or to live in the human condition. So yeah, to 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 know to really understand that we have we have the beast in us, we have the, the we have the Nazi in us, we have the murderer in us, we have the rapist in us, but we also have the Buddha. the saint and the Buddha and the, and and, and, and yeah. All the holy man uh, in us, and 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 the grace, and the love, and the kindness, and so going from one spe- like one one side of the spectrum to the other, or 
probably it's rather a, a circle of spectrums. Um, and knowing that and accepting that helps me specifically also to just accept everyone around me much much more because usually you're repelled by people where like oh, this is maybe too extreme in that direction or he's a bad person or whatever you know you start to judge because you separate yourself totally. and this goes like you start the process of separation just because you don't accept this part in you totally so that immediately puts a puts puts a barrier between you and the outside world you with another person and it doesn't allow connection but if you're like i have this part in me as well and then 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 the the unity and the oneness um has a chance one thing one thing you said on that um a few days ago Mm -hmm. was like how we um, find flaws in others um, as the things that we find the, the most flawed in ourselves. Mm. You know, that like really impacted me, you know, and like how I see flaws in others means that I'm seeing those flaws in myself. Mm-hmm. And I sat with that the entire day, you know, and mm. just really thinking about like what that means and what, um, how that impacts my view of myself and mm-hmm. like how I need to work on things that I see in others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the, the theme of that is um, perception is projection. So whatever you see outside of you is to 99% just your own pr- projection, what you have inside of you, whatever feeling, emotion, or, 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 or thought pattern, or whatever you have inside is reflected or projected on the outside world. And there is also, um, so you can study that, you can measure that, and uh, it's it's somehow like a, It is as if you if you have a picture in front of you, you know, like a I don't know 4K picture, mm. you know, like with I don't know millions of pixels. Mm. What your brain or what you are actually perceiving mm. is just one pixel of that entire picture that enters your reality or your senses, totally. right? And you experience that on 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 high states of consciousness mm. or altered state of co- states of consciousness where your filters are down. Sure. You really experience everything, and you not everything, but you have a couple of more pixels that you perceive and you sense. So if you have only this one one pixel, everything around that pixel, you add up. Mm. You add up from your experience, from your your, your brain creates. Yeah, yeah. It's an internal. It's an it's an internal projection, and I think it's 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 a very humbling thought for me also totally. just to always think okay what am i adding up mm. uh, what is what is just my my stuff that i'm projecting on yeah. someone else or yeah. something else or just a life situation and so on and uh, yeah for me a very very important thing to always remember how much we actually perceive and how we actually how much we actually make up totally this world just a question to you kurt mm-hmm. what was the biggest learning that you had this year so far <coughs> um, it's a very, very valid question, and I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this year has been so insane to me, you know, this is like my, like, dream <clears throat> year, you know, this is my, like, dream trip that I've always wanted to take, you know, and I'm on it currently, we're sitting in a villa in northern Spain overlooking this incredible view, <laughs> we had this magical week, and I've had these like, magical experiences so much in this trip that it's like, it's, it's almost like that the Dan Bozarian um, um, thing. I was, telling, I was telling you last night about how Dan Bozarian, he's experienced so much life that it takes him, you know, a, an extreme experience to feel anything. And I'm trying to mitigate that by, like, not attaching myself myself to this, these experiences and not, and not, not devaluing them, 
but being so present in them that I'm not like lusting for them in the future, that I'm like I'm breaking down the experiences to the, the lowest level to allow the greatest experience. So ideally, when I go back to, you know, quote unquote reality you know, in Denver, I'll be able to like find, you know, these blissful experiences, you know, in my community, you know, that I left, you know, and like in, you know, going to the, the coffee shops that are, I, that, that I know and like not having to experience these extremes anymore because I've experienced these extremes, you know, so like for me, you know, like my biggest takeaway from this year is, is I've experienced such extreme, beautiful events and but the the value that I found was in like the simple things, you know, like having um, every breakfast <laughs> on this balcony, you know, it was like such a simple and amazing thing that, you know, we enjoyed so much, you know, and being able to find, you know, not having to, you know, go to extremes to find, you know, pleasure and bliss and finding these things that seem, you know, inaccessible, but finding that pleasure and bliss in the simplest possible conversations and every bite of food and every meditation and yoga session and like really finding you know what each experience has to offer and like allowing that to happen mm. adding sensitivity or opening your your sensitivity to experience like subtler experiences but right. with higher intensity it's almost opening like your valve of senses totally. like opening up and then you don't look for the more extreme and the next big thing and, right. and everything. I mean, I'm guilty, so like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm saying all, I'm saying guilty. that, but I'm guilty on on that for sure. But it's really coming coming back down to that and like just expanding within yourself. And every experience can be then this exactly. extreme high and totally. ecstasy or or yeah, deep feeling. And just to add up again to sexuality, I don't know why I'm always popping back. I also don't know why. <laughs> Lisa, you want to tell us something? Uh, no. Casey. Uh, Casey. Uh, no, but like... Brittany. Because also in the tantric communities, like this concept of like a tantric woman is like, you know, if you touch her anywhere, that she has this capability to orgasm. Mm. So you don't know, have to go to the vagina or to to uh, to the breasts. And it kind of goes down to what you both said. Like it's being open to the touch and not only perceiving like sexual touch means meaning at the genitalia area, but at any kind of, if it's your ear, if it's your toe. Mm. And then if you're that open and that sensible, mm. you can feel this bliss also in the simplest, simplest touch on your body. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's something that I've, I mean, like, <laughs> my masturbation practice, my self-pleasure practice is so incredible right now that it's, it's hard for me to imagine that someone else <laughs> can like, you know, get me on that level. And I've, I've experienced that with uh, a, a Anisia. You're your greatest lover. <laughs> I really am my own biggest fan, yeah. really. You know, but I, but it, it allow, also allows me to um, open, be open to that with, you know, another person. You know, which is like, which I, for me, like, is the most valuable thing that I have cultivated. You know, in this year, is like being open enough to be able to have a deep and connected relationship with others either on a intimate level or not you know and like being able to have like people value presence and and, and um validity and authenticity like in people so much now because there's so many fake humans out there that are just trying to play the game and not really be their authentic selves and like when someone meets someone who is like truly authentic and like that is comfortable 
yeah, it's, it's, it's comfortable. It's comfortable in their body and like knows what the, who they are and what they're about. Like it's so attractive. Like not in a sexual I mean, in a sexual way, of course, but like in a, just a, a general appreciation. People appreciate authentic people, and that's why the the most you know successful pop stars and you know, musicians are all very very authentic because like people want to feel what they're feeling because they can't feel it within themselves somehow. And I feel um, that's also like I, I, I'm saying that because I experienced that. If you're putting on this mask for so long, mm. you kind of forget what is your authentic self. Right. So I had like a lot of troubles to really figure out like what is this inner voice? Like who is this me somehow? Because like you are playing different masks and then realizing also that there is a joy in playing different characters and we're all playing different roles at any time. Totally. And that's that's very uh, volatile somehow. And I consciously can create it. But also like really feeling like what is it that? And I've, I, I really believe like a lot of people just forgot what is it that what is it that they're who they true, are yeah exactly yeah who, who, who's the true self yeah yeah on that note also i uh i have an exercise for everyone who's listening or maybe you're also doing that if you don't know who you are or you're like you you miss this sense of self mm. right or just feeling your center and um it is like exploring yourself with your tastes ah with your sorry with your senses taste being one of them so have you ever like tried to lick yourself like taste yourself like just on your arm or wherever you want you know it's like and you know that realizing this is mm. your taste this is how you this is this is how you taste mm. uh smell yourself you know like what's your body o odor but really not like ah, i'm repelled by that i have to like wash myself or whatever it's like mm. just be a sommelier, like a wine sommelier <laughs> of yourself. This vintage is real nice yeah, right Just, just taste yourself, like smell yourself, mm. um, listen to yourself when you speak or internally, um, and see yourself and touch yourself. Mm. Um, what you uh, Every part of yourself too, like your feet, exactly. your, behind and your calves. Okay, you know, this, like is, this is me. And, and we all talk about, you know, like this search for self and w who am I and so on start with a simple thing mm. your body mm. and yeah. the taste of that and all the senses uh, totally. that you can experience that and you will immediately find a certain connection to yourself totally. and see and feel your color totally it's why for me, like uh, for for women, like connecting to your cycle is one of the gateways to getting closer who who you are, totally. because generally shows you the spectrum, brings you like very to the to the basic things, yeah. All right, guys, let's let's uh, wrap it up with um, five things that we're grateful for. We'll go one, two, three, one, two. We'll, we'll go down the line. <laughs> oh, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, there are oranges on our table, and I'm such an orange lover. It's just a, the most amazing fruit ever. <laughs> such a good taste, and it has a, such an amazing color. So I'm very grateful for having oranges and fruits in general. I have one now, like if I get out of my mind and, mm -hmm. and comparing what is it a good answer. Uh, my nail color, mm -hmm. like so for the nowhere, it's blue and then glitter on it. And I just love it. And I just enjoy so much the glitter part of it. And I will have never allowed myself. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, but it's just life. For Britney me. is online now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just yeah. grateful that's like you have possibility to have this and see this and experience mm. this. And somebody like this Chinese old man in, this, in the store where we bought it just offered that. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I am grateful for uh, good company. You guys mm. have been such 
amazing company this past about 10 days we've been together or so and it's really hard for me to spend large amounts of time with people you know I'm like very much an individualist and spend a lot of time alone and it takes a special you know couple of people for me to like spend a lot of time with so I'm grateful that you know we had our time together before this amazing and magical festival tomorrow mm. I go along with that I really appreciate uh, like our friendship the the threesome that we had <laughs> that we're that we're having <laughs> having currently <still. laughs> and um yeah I'm, i'm really grateful also like connecting to you kurt uh, on like so many occasions and you have to imagine we met when march no January, January or end of January somehow yeah. we met in in Chiang Mai Thailand we met and a month later in Vietnam yeah, for again like a, an extended period of time where we spent a good quality time together yeah, that's great. Um, reconnecting now here then on the festival and also having somehow a very shared vision perspective on what's what's about to come with you in Denver um, with us so I'm really 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 grateful for that Yeah, seeing seeing the friendship expand more and more. Yep. I second everything he said. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> like no, but generally like on just my deepest appreciation. Like it's not very common also like uh, to spend such an intense time on him. I mean like we have a quite small apartment yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. still it worked out so perfectly. Yeah, like yeah. there was no trouble, nothing. Like it just was amazing having breakfast, enjoying wine in the evening or Uh, watching uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my that's my that's my thing I'm grateful that uh, I, we watched get out of here slash uh, uh, you should leave or what's the I name think, I think you should I leave. think you should leave exactly <laughs> and the other thing that I'm super grateful for is like you know the small extreme jokes that we have like yeah. which are we are taking too far with fart jokes or whatever this mm-hmm. is like I just love this be careful thing. otherwise we need to censor some parts of the podcast now No this is not sensible. <laughs> no, no, no problem. No, but do you know what I mean? No, like yeah, totally. Also, I love the combination of human direction where you have this deaf conversation and futuristic, like, future outlook, and yet you can, like, laugh on the simplest things, like, you know, totally. and just not take life so serious. And totally. I love that because it teaches me also a lot. Yeah, you guys, I'm grateful for... I mean, I mean, I just elaborate on what you guys said, but like, I'm grateful for that you guys don't take, you guys are both very serious in your personal growth, but you also don't take life seriously, which is like my, <laughs> I'm, I'm like serious about potential growth or uh, personal growth, but I'm also like, let's have a fucking an amazing time with it, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you guys have the same philosophy and it's, it's pretty rare to find both, yeah. you know, rather than finding both spectrums rather than one or the other. Yeah. Mm. But uh, it's, it's very important. I just wanted to highlight what you said now because I'm also I, I fall into the trap often um, lesser and lesser fortunately that I think you know like this this inner ambition of changing oneself or evolving or growing and and whatever that is you know it's like it's just sometimes it feels like the spiritual uh, growth or path just like another rat race mm, you know just totally, like, like another totally. competition or or competition with yourself more or less like you need to be- get better at that and you yeah. need to meditate more and and this and that so always coming back to that you know like watching the stars and just getting everything into the right perspective humbling yourself and then seeing okay chill chill yeah. out, chill li- out. Li- living life you know yeah. like for sure like you have, you know be diligent with your personal growth and spiritual growth but uh, there's no reason to avoid also experiencing life mm. yeah 
Um, so I'm, I, I'm grateful for humor. I'm grateful for laughing. Mm. <laughs> you know, and like something that, that we would do most evenings and just like laugh. I mean, I was laughing and I was crying you know, <laughs> a lot of evenings and uh, being able to experience that with you guys was, you know, really great. Mm. Just to do more grateful things. Uh, yeah, we, we have like more. three more. Uh, three, three more, more. but I had already like three. So well, I mean, like, I, I'm are like, you not grateful for any more? We mean stop if you're if you're not grateful. <laughs> <laughs> we need to give grades now. <laughs> I'm very grateful for this red mountain in front of us, uh, like yeah. that beautiful view, like that you see like a variety of mountains, and I don't know, I've never experienced such a red earth mountain in front of that. Mm. And I'm just grateful for nature that we're. Like I love nature and I love being there in its surroundings, so I'm just grateful. And I'm grateful for you that uh, that you found this place, Chris. Yes, took definitely. the ownership and mm. and really like I could not ma- imagine myself or with you guys being now like 10 days in Barcelona in this heat. Yeah. Uh, it's just a perfect preparation for the festival. Just That's to perfect. To be here. Five things done. <laughs> I'm grateful for myself to just being able to uh, spend time with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was a joke just for myself. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All of our expense. To hold it, to hold it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what? No, I'm gr- I'm grateful also for for myself and ourselves. So I, it needs a bit of appreciation sometimes. And um, yeah, for for the body, for the mind, which gets abused many times. For the penis and the vagina. For the penis. And the vagina. And the vagini. Vagini. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful for everyone who took the uh, the bandwidth and the time and attention to listen to <laughs> our rants. If that, if they're Thank out you, there. one person who's out there <laughs> listening. Yeah. If you're out we there. We appreciate you. <laughs> Otherwise, we had a great time regardless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, love you. You're the best. And um, we're going to have a great uh, festival. Let's roll. Bye-bye. Over and out.